0: everybody, welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing, man? Hello, Steve. Good job. I got it
1: right this time. Good job. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I think you and I both are pretty happy for the Eagle and Niners respective drafts.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm glad to have it over with. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm happy with the picks, but I'm also glad that the, the questions are somewhat out of the way now.
1: Yeah, kind of know where everyone is, and for you know, dynasty, this is you know best time of year. I'm sure, there's already rookie drafts going on today, um, and I'm sure in the next few weeks they will be happening. I know, usually my one league does it. They um, <clears throat> post draft give you know cut downs to a certain number by the Saturday after the draft's over, and then start the draft right then and there. I think we're doing an extra week, so we've got one. Uh, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. And then I think our uh, one Dynasty League thinking about doing it at the end of May. And then our main league, I, I think we usually went to June or July, right?
0: Uh, no. Uh, the first year we did it, it was June, July. Last year, they moved it up Memorial Day.
1: Memorial Day, yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, here, you know, should have probably about three drafts here in the next, you know, three or four weeks. So exciting stuff for rookie draft season. And, I know I'm pretty happy with Devonta Smith for the Eagles' first-round pick, and next year I'm even more pumped for potentially having three first-round picks in one one draft.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun for sure.
1: It's <laughs> so actually a chance I may maybe go into that draft. Actually, I don't know if I told you. No, where is it? Uh, so it's in Vegas, and my sister's fiance—they're um, getting married next fall, and he wants to do Vegas for the for his bachelor party. So we're just like, come on, ah, draft in Vegas, Eagles, that, with yeah. three first round picks. Most of us are all Eagles fans. We're like, it's probably, he's probably gonna do it sometime in you know, March, April, May. So we're like, come on, we found out the dates now. But I feel like that'd be, you know, pretty once in a lifetime thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The timing works out perfectly.
1: Yeah. So we will see, but I'm, I'm pushing for that, even though I'm sure it'll be a lot more expensive than, uh, <laughs> than just a regular hotels in uh, in Vegas. But yeah. if anyone has any hookups or um any any specific places to go, definitely shout us out.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh on the topic of the draft, uh Will and I had the, the little competition on who would have the, the most correct predictions there. You got a point for picking the team right and a point for picking the round. And uh Will we actually tied this year.
1: We tied, which means that I won because I was pretty far behind you last year. So I'm happy <laughs> to be catching back up here and I'm getting the tie.
0: Yeah, we both made some gains, which was nice. Um, But yeah, it was interesting. I ended up uh, getting the rounds right for a lot of people. In fact, outside of Trevor, Zach, Najee, and Pitts, I didn't get any of the locations right. Um, But I did pretty good on the rounds. You were the opposite, where you got a handful more of the locations right. Um, Bateman, Nico Collins, Uh, Michael Carter, Trey Sherman, uh, but you missed on uh, a bunch of the rounds there. So it all evened out in the end, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy that it did even out to be, yeah, 23 to 23. Correct. So we'll have to find an alternative um, for what we put, what to do with the two Oh two final call on the two Oh two in our main league. that right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We'll have to figure out some sort of tiebreaker there,
1: but yeah, it's exciting stuff. I'm, I'm happy, hoping that everyone enjoyed, the draft here and is gonna get ready for their rookie drafts coming up and Steve and I have uh, some help for you here on this podcast today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Before before we jump in, well, do you have any uh any like surprise call-outs from the draft? Like uh, a certain team or a player going somewhere, something that just caught your eye?
1: Um, I mean there is yeah, I'm I'm happy to see that Harris went in the first round of the Steelers as you and I both have the one on one, so I think we're looking at that. But a little surprised that Etn went in the first, and that the Jaguars jumped on him. You'd think in kind a of rebuilding team, maybe gets the running back a little later, you know, maybe year two or three, since they don't have as long of a career span usually. Um, that's surprising, and Denver taking Javante Williams is somewhat surprising as well. Um, I mean, I think most of the quarterbacks we kind of knew what was happening. The receivers, a few of them, I think went a little you know strangely out of order. Tooney. Jumping into the first, like ahead of your Bateman, ahead of Marshall and Elijah Moore. I know people have been flying up on, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a couple of the receivers are interesting. Yeah, I thought
0: Javante Williams definitely as well. Um, or the Melvin Gordon issues that causes. Um, I'm mm-hmm. with you on Etn. I don't. I wouldn't be prioritizing running backs, especially when you have James Robinson, but. I uh, I've made it clear on Twitter I do not trust undrafted free agent running backs. Mm-hmm. like get picked up, it, like they just get crushed all the time. But uh,
1: yeah, yeah, the other
0: call out, not a specific player, but and I don't know how you feel, but I, I really came away liking Detroit's draft. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Really, I thought, and I think a lot of other people thought they would go wide receiver early, get one of the mm-hmm. big guys, and kind of rebuild from there. But. They really went down in the trenches, um, offensive line, defensive lines. Um, I believe they up, picked up a corner as well. St. Brown, great deep wide receiver to add as well. Um, I was really happy with what they did.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, we're probably on the same page. Um, for multiple fronts, I'm happy that Detroit didn't go receiver early because <laughs> might have spelled uh, spelled, you know, panic for the Eagles not being able to get one. And then also, you know, getting another one later, could make uh, your boy Cephas a little more valuable. Uh, if they would have went, you know, with Smith or Waddle or something, probably weren't going to have much of a shot at uh, him doing anything. So he and, and Amon Ross St. Brown, I think they got one other later receiver as well. Um, should all, you know, all have a shot, you know, state their claim as the future wide receiver uh, there alongside. I believe it's Perriman and Tyrell. Yep. So. Two two vets that you know will probably hold the job for most of the year, but a couple of young guys that have a chance to step up. And you know, I know you and I were pretty high on Amoroso and Brown. Obviously, you know we have a, you know I think just one Cephas. Um, yeah, one you know, share. Cephas to share on our teams, but yeah, it, yeah, it's exciting and for Detroit. I mean, they loaded up on, on linemen outside of um, where they get Sewell. I think was the the, yep. the top one, and then they got like two or three linemen. So if anybody's got to be happy, it's got to be um, the head coach, uh, DeAndre Swift, and then anybody who has him on a Dynasty team, because Swift's looking to be the feature of that offense. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh cool. Well, we can go ahead and uh, jump into our mocks. We're going to do, or circle back around. A couple of weeks ago, we did a, uh, a rookie mock for a single QB and a rookie mock for a super flex. We're going to go ahead and do that again, see what has changed here given that the draft is over. uh, Sometimes you see a lot of changes, sometimes not too much. So we'll play the game and kind of see what happens here, Will. Um, You ready to get started?
1: Yeah. I put together a little kind of cheat sheet for myself that I usually do for these uh, Dynasty rookie drafts. So I've got kind of my 1.0. Happy to kind of put it to the test here and, and see who's available. I think I'm going to be drafting out of the Eight spot here for our first one, which is a 1QB, and then you are drafting out of the one spot, trying to kind of replicate what we've potentially got here in our main dynasty league.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, before we get started here, as always, jump on Twitter, give us a follow at trustyourboard, we'd really appreciate it. Let's go ahead and uh get the ball rolling here. I think uh, my pick is still just as easy as it was before. I'm sticking with uh, Najee. Going to Pittsburgh, that's where us and a lot of Mm. other people had him going. Uh, So no real surprises there. Yeah,
1: before you make that pick, if you weren't going to go Najee, do you have a preference of the other two? Because I'm sure there may be some people that are a little scared away about um, the offensive line problems in Pittsburgh. And I'm pretty torn as to Etienne and Williams. I think I liked Etienne a little better coming in, but I like Williams' landing spot. I, I'm not sure. I'm a little torn. Who who do you like out of the two of them?
0: I honestly, if, if it wasn't Najee, I might not even go running back. I, yeah. I might go Chase um, because, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of either of their their spots. I mean, I like what Jacksonville's doing, uh, so that makes a lot of sense for ETN. But you know, like I said earlier, you still got James Robinson there. You're not going to just yeah. kick him to the curb. Like can imagine, he's going to yeah. get something um he's very talented Hyde,
1: as old as he is he's going to eat into some carries yeah as well. he's still
0: useful so you know how much uh, of the workloads he actually going to get and you're, you're thinking long term but james Robinson was a rookie last year so it's not like mm-hmm. he's a one-year guy like hyde's going to be right yeah, so that worries me there so that yeah. i, I kind of lean javante
1: because mm-hmm.
0: gordon you could get out of the way earlier mm-hmm. but i mean i think i'd probably end up just going chase
1: yeah, as crazy as it sounds, I mean, you know, there's a lot of receivers here. I, I mean, it would be crazy, but I wouldn't put past people to go with Kyle Pitts in yeah, the first two picks either because, yeah. I mean, I think he's a generational talent. This dude, you know, probably has the floor of like a back-end <clears throat> tight end one, but I think he could be, you know, top three or four guy as early as this year, but, you know, within the next few years, he's going to be the premier tight end, I think, in the NFL. So, Good landing spot for him, and, and we'll see where he goes in most drafts here. Ted and Premium, though, you know, he's probably going to be right up there with Trevor Lawrence if it's super flex. But yeah, you're yeah, in one qb I imagine he's in the first few picks.
0: Yep, 100%. You would think so. We'll lock him in. We'll see where Pitts goes in, in this one. See if he gets to you at D8 or not. Probably not. But we'll lock in Harris. There goes Chase at the 102, Etn at the three. There's Pitts at the 104. Devontae Smith. Waddle and Javante Williams almost gets to you, Will, drops off at the 107. So I don't think, you know, the order will, will change team to team, but I don't think there's any real big surprises on that uh, front seven, right?
1: It seems like that is, you know, from a skill position standpoint, kind of the the drop off the, the seven. I believe those top three receivers are head and shoulders, you know, kind of tier wise above. The next receivers, same thing with the running backs. And, and, you know, as much as I like Fryer-Muth, Pitts is definitely a full tier, if not more, above him. So this is kind of where, you know, it gets interesting for us. You know, I'd be interested to see if, you know, people do get scared away from Williams. And there's a couple of smart people ahead of us that I don't imagine he'd make it to eight um, just because of how valuable the running back position is. But if he's there, you know, I think that would be an easy pick for us. Uh, you know now this is always team dependent right uh, in our situation here Trevor Lawrence might be interesting there is still a few good skill players you have Bateman there Terrence Marshall St. Brown we talked about Rondell Moore I think has a lot of upside and then you know Elijah Moore receiver wise if you need to go running back Michael Carter to the Jets and Trey Sermon on the Niners were really nice but I'm risk it here, and, and I'm going to go with you know what I imagine is kind of the high one of the highest floors of the entire draft here, and it's Trevor Lawrence. Especially you know as we mentioned in our league, um, quarterback is something that we haven't you know fully locked up for the future. So it'll be nice to lock up Harris and Lawrence. So we'll go with Trevor Lawrence here. Um, after Lawrence goes Bateman at nine, Carter at ten, Sermon at eleven, and Marshall at
0: 12. Oh boy, this puts me in a bit of a spot. Um, I was mm. hoping, uh, sermon got to me, uh, 49ers fan aside, that's it, a great yeah. landing spot, right? Like you know, oh. any running back going to San Francisco is worth grabbing. So I was hoping he got to two Oh one. I thought there was a chance, but apparently not. So this puts me in a very interesting spot in a one yeah. quarterback, um, right Moore. Very interesting here. He's going to be playing second fiddle for the entirety of his career. Uh, yeah. I mean, not that Hopkins is super him young, but he's not
1: old either. Adrian Green's still there, at least for this year.
0: Exactly. So that, there's some issues. You have St. Brown. I, I do like St. Brown. Uh, that's a good spot for him. Uh, Tony's got the draft capital, even though I'm not in love with the situation. Mm. Um, and then you have Trey, Lan- or, Trey Lance. Um, well yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess Trey Lance. You Lanson. are
1: going quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you got Lance and Fields are probably, you know, here somewhere in the front end of the second.
0: Yeah, and maybe maybe that is the play. I guess 201. I mean, I could see him going in the first round depending on what the team needs and, you know, who's drafting and whatnot given mm-hmm. the absolute upside. Uh Yeah, I just I don't see the usage this year. I'd imagine going to run with Jimmy G for a lot of the year. So that he
1: thought to elijah Moore, i know I don't think you <clears throat> mentioned him, but I think he you know got the capital and is in a really good spot to potentially develop with his rookie fellow rookie quarterback mr wilson
0: there. yes that that's a good shout out um i I don't trust Jets organization
1: <laughs> um, we gotta remember we gotta remember that I we know, no longer have the butthole. i know
0: there. he's not there, but it's not like the Jets have done anything prior to that either. I mean, you going sure. back a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I mean, you can't hold the current regime liable for what happened in the past either, yeah. right? So, yeah. even and though hey, if anybody knows
1: that, Robert Sola, you know, coming from the Niners, he seems like a guy that can really get his players motivated.
0: He can, yeah. He, he's, he, I assume he's going to be really good, but I don't want any Jets. So, I, I, got going to pull the the Homer move. I am going to grab Trey Lance because his upside's through the roof. I mean, if you're in a super flex and you wanted him with the one one over Trevor, I wouldn't bat an eye, mm-hmm. uh, given, you know, the offense and team that he's joining, the situation is just amazing. So I'll go ahead and grab him and, uh, pass on the other positions, which is an interesting thing to do, but it's okay. We will, uh, I'll be fine. So we'll, we'll get through it. Um, fireman's next here at the, the one Oh two St. Brown two Oh three. Sorry. Was, uh, two Oh two, not one Oh two. Right now, more there he goes. 204 Gainwell, your new boy. 205. Uh, there's the fields 206 in the middle of the second, seems about fair. Um, Eskridge getting there at the 207, and now you're on the clock at 208.
1: Yeah, a couple of things <clears throat> out of the guys that went there. I mean, I think Friar, Moose, St. Brown, more all makes sense. Gainwell, I mean. I guess because there's no other running backs really available.
0: I feel like you'd swap him with Elijah Moore, and it would be a more realistic draft.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean Moore would
0: probably be even higher. He'd probably be like two hundred two, two hundred three.
1: Yeah, I think he's probably right. Yeah, you know, he's probably right there at the two hundred one, two hundred two range. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Gamewell. If you need running back, and you look at it, yeah, there's not other running backs that I think I'd want to take over him. You know, you got. Armander Stevenson, you know, in New England, maybe he has an opportunity. Kylan Hill's buried in Green Bay. Elijah Mitchell is another rookie, but behind multiple veterans, as well as another rookie that has draft capital in Sermon. So it's crazy to think, like, man, Gainwell behind Miles and probably somebody else, with uh, like Scott and, and Howard, but he probably is, you know, the sixth best rookie to draft. Yeah, so, I think you can they, make
0: they, a case for... uh who jamar jefferson went to the lions right
1: and the seventh round
0: in the seventh round so the draft capital is not there but he's got swift in front of him he'll always have swift in front of him just like you know yeah. uh gainwell's gonna have sanders in front of him but after that you have you
1: got jamal williams
0: yeah you got jamal williams which is interesting you can play above jamal williams um you, you got to be good <laughs> but yeah. it could be done um carry on yeah. still there, but he's probably done. And if AP still there, that's, that's just AP. So I'll give a quick shout out there, but yeah, it's I'd, possible. Yeah. I'd still take Gainwell over him. Yeah, but.
1: exactly. I like, I like the talent there. And I, and I, as much as I love miles Sanders as a Penn state graduate, I just have this sneaky feeling that he, you know, after his rookie contracts up they're in a spot where they're not ready to commit to a running back. And I think he could be one of those big running backs on the market in a few years. So Gamewell could be interesting, especially with Miles going into year three. You know, Gamewell will have at least a year or two to try to prove himself if that does come up. But alas, here at the 108, I was gifted a guy that I think, you know, could easily go in the back of the first round. I mean, if you're just talking talent wise, I think he's probably right there behind Bateman at 10 for me. I get Carter and Sermon going because running backs, as we just mentioned, there's only about five that I really want in this draft um so outside of that you know i'm not thrilled about anything but yeah i mean marshall i think you know you can argue him and, and elijah moore i think i probably go with Moore because i think he's going to have more immediate impact pun intended um <laughs> but yeah i mean i think elijah moore's you know end of the first early second round you know um talent and, and he's got the capital so easy pick for me here you know obviously if he wasn't there i have to take there's tony with I mean, I like him. I don't like the situation, but he's got the draft capital. He's a talented player, so yeah, you know, you have to kind of overlook situation at times because a lot, of, you know, the last few years, you look at AJ Brown, right? Everyone hated him for the situation, but he had the capital, he had the talent, so he kind of superseded it. But we'll go Elijah Moore here. Kadarius Tony's another good one. I'm sure he'll go right after. So after more, we have Elijah Mitchell from San Fran, who we mentioned. Kedar's Tony at 10. Diami Brown at 211. He's interesting. I think it's a, I'm not a huge like fan. I think he's kind of going to be the speedster, kind of the Henry Ruggs type player um, without, you know, the major production. But I think that's a really good pairing with um, um, the other receiver. Yeah, with McLaurin. I think yeah. that's going to be perfect Reed. for him. Um, then after him goes Zach Wilson. So it's four quarterbacks go off the board here I picked twenty four. You know, you and I were talking about how many quarterbacks go before our, you know, picks here. I think we have three picks in the third round, this three oh one. This is where we could potentially be sitting, Steve, with four quarterbacks, possibly even five going off the board before it gets to us in the third round.
0: Yeah, uh it's a very interesting spot. I don't know I feel like Zach Wilson's gonna go higher than this. I could see him going like back to back with fields. And pushing some of these guys down a little bit, um, but I'm looking at what's out there, and, and the usual for the third round. I'm not loving what I'm seeing. Uh, Tyler Wallace
1: receiver shots. Yeah, I like Tyler Wallace.
0: I just Baltimore. That's not. Yeah, and fun. I mean,
1: he, and he, his draft capital is horrible. I like. Yeah. I mean, you got Nico Collins. I think is going to have opportunity right away. So you could yep. trade him, and you could you know you could play him out, or you could Matt capitalize early on that early opportunity, and then. He had Amari Rodgers, which you know, a little gamble because you don't know if the other A. Rodgers is going to be there, but he got that, decent capital. I think it was what, a fourth-round pick.
0: Yeah. Third-round pick, maybe? Third, I think. That yeah. was where my lean was as well, is to roll the dice there. I don't – like the Rodgers stuff aside, Rodgers hasn't supported a wide receiver two in a long time, which yeah. we forget because we haven't brought that argument Randall up Cobb in a little right? while. Yeah, it was probably, probably Cobb back in one. the Jordy
1: days. Yep. Um, Jordy, Cobb, and, and at a point, I think – um, Adams was like the wide receiver three, and he was just like a kick returner.
0: Yeah, he was. Uh, Adams' first year was that year that Jordy went down, and that yeah. team sucked. Um, that was, I mean, I, I want to
1: say Adams like took a year, Like, he wasn't an immediate impact guy. He was terrible his first year. People were like laughing like, at him. <laughs> yeah. And even the second year, I think he was just okay. So it's interesting to see some of these, you know, an elite receiver like him, you know, take a year or two to really get it going. You don't see that too often. Yeah. But
0: I mean, we we gotta gotta remind yourself of these old conversations. You know, back in Green Bay when Mm -hmm. people were trying to decide between MVS and Geronimo, the
1: people
0: that didn't want to choose said he hasn't supported a wide receiver two in a long time. Just don't pick any of them. It's been a very long time.
1: They have uh, um, another Saint Brown. I think that I believe they're actually brothers with.
0: Oh yeah, EQ and
1: um, yeah, EQ.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to be. Minius. He's another one that. Yeah, he's he fell in that draft. Um, That's it's interesting then, that the two nothing.
1: brothers are gonna be in the same uh in the same division too. Yeah, like
0: that. Fun competition.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I think and it's not like it between it is between him and Nico Collins. Not that Nico Collins is any better situation as far as like quarterbacks go, because we really don't mm-hmm. know what's happening with Watkins. But at least there's like no one in front of him. I don't remember who's on that team from a wide receiver standpoint. Still Cobb there. Uh
1: um, they have Colt. Or I think we have in our, yeah. mainly, we have Coulter and Kuti. So they're both oh, yeah, still Cootie's there. He's still there. Yeah. We're so both cut candidates, but yeah, both still on the team.
0: There's a lot of opportunity there.
1: And you know what? I, th- oh man. And the thing is, even if you know, I, 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 just know in the NFL, I do, you know, even if he's suspended, I believe he's going to play this year, Watson. But if not, they still have Tyrod Taylor, who's a decent quarterback. He's going to be the starter this year. If something happens with Watson, you know, I can't see Davis Mills beating him out that early, you know, no. being just a third round pick. So maybe he plays midway through the year, but I wouldn't put it past, you know, just a year with a serviceable Tyron Taylor.
0: Yeah, that's man. I, I think at and the end of the day,
1: they're going to have a lot of game scripts working in their favor fantasy wise.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good get. I, I think, I think I am more confident in Rogers returning to the Packers than I am Watkins Watson. Playing, mm-hmm. so I'm going to use that as my tiebreaker and just go with the Mario Rodgers. If you want Nico, I have no issue with that, but I'm going to place my bet there. Should talk about some running backs. I mean, there are like Chuba's there, but he seems to be stuck in a backup position permanently.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting that Jamie Newman went. He was he yeah. uh, undra- I mean, he was supposed to be amazing this year. He transferred from Wake Forest to Georgia. They thought he was going to be the starter and lead this you know them to another playoff and he got beat out by I believe it was a freshman and you know went undrafted but he seemed like a talented guy who is a decent opportunity yeah Philly
0: I assume that that is more of like an ADP rookie ADP mistake but you could craft the narrative that you didn't see a lot of hurts and you know blah 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 blah. so you could do that but potential
1: uh, opportunity but you imagine you know Davis Mills Kellen Vaughn probably Trask. all right go ahead of them uh, but yeah, I mean, you could sub any of them in there for for Newman.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, uh, to rattle off the picks real quick, um, Hill went with the three hundred two. There's Mac Jones, three hundred three, Stevenson, Treble, Revan Jordan, who I think fell in the draft. Um, I don't know if people were expecting that, but he I think he had like a second or third round grade, and I think he ended up in the yeah.
1: fourth or fifth i think it was the fifth yeah it was surprising i mean he he, i think he did get a great a great landing spot but he doesn't have the draft capital yeah worrisome uh, is surprising yeah and
0: then like you said newman so you were on the clock with the the 308 and your final pick of this mock
1: yeah yeah i mean nico collins is still there he's probably going to be the pick i imagine he would have been off the board as, as you know for everything we talked about there i think he's a good you know late second early third round dart throw i imagine he'll be Taken around then. So if he's still there a little later, you know, happy to pick him up. But other than him, how uh, do um, the guys still on the board here? Not really Throw Powell's an interesting guy. He's more of a big player he's a, or a big receiver. He seemed like a guy that was going to be able to kind of go up and get the ball. Seems like it could be, a, you know, a good, just kind of take a shot on a good offense. Um, Ty Wallace, as you mentioned, but there's just so many receivers there in Baltimore. He still got um miles boykin Prochet, and one other guy that i think just hasn't gotten off the ground on top of hollywood and first round pick bateman so as much as i'd like sammy Watkins is there right yeah that's what i think there's another guy that they've had for a bit but sammy just signed there so not a ton um running backs you got chuba and carolina i think it's not a bad stash especially if you're the cmc owner Because he definitely seems like, you know, he's a talented running back that, you know, doesn't have the opportunity, but should have a ton of opportunity if something were to happen to CMC. Khalil Herbert's interesting in Chicago. I think that Tariq Cohen's going to be healthy, right? But I don't think there's really a ton else behind David Montgomery besides him. So Khalil Herbert could be an interesting guy. You know, he seemed like he was... More of just you know a solid you know contact balance, good vision, good speed, just a good running back. So he seems like he may be a good fit behind as a backup to David Montgomery. Do
0: you have any interest uh, in uh, David Hawkins, running back for Atlanta? I believe he was undrafted, so no, that's
1: not. I don't appealing. know much about him, but obviously, yeah, Atlanta running back is what I see. <laughs> No, man. I think it's all about Mike Davis, right? (laughs) Yeah. Seemingly, yeah. I'm just
0: looking like, okay, is there someone else that can take this job? And I think that's all they really added. So, maybe a good fourth round shot for those fourth round picks.
1: a couple of guys that went undrafted that were interesting receiver-wise. You have, out of UAB, let me get his name, Austin Watkins. He was someone that I was looking at. And then um, Tamorian Terry. Didn't get drafted either. Yeah, I think either.
0: Sage Sharot didn't get drafted.
1: Yeah, yep. Sage Sharot Terry went to Seattle, so maybe not the best situation. Um, Sage Sharot, uh, Detroit. Um, I think. Detroit. So he is in a good, probably a good spot to grab. You know, he kind of probably has the upside of a St. Brown, obviously a lower floor with not having the draft capital, but has a lot of room. So Sage Sharot is an interesting one. Uh, But also Watkins, you know, I read a lot about him. He seems to have a good size. He's physical. He's a really good route runner. He was a JUCO guy, so maybe you don't really know where he's coming from, and you know, wasn't a really good, you know, yards after contact. But he's someone that you could kind of take a shot on. He ended up in San Francisco, so you know, obviously a crowded backfield or receiving core, but could be a decent guy. All that to be said, you know, Nico Collins still on the board here. He'd be the guy, but. It would be tough. There would be a few options available outside of him. So we'll lock in Nico. After him goes Trask, Ian Book, Hunter Long, a tight end to Miami, and then a round tree which running back to the Chargers.
0: So looking back on this one, before we jump into the next one, will anything jump out at you? Anyone you want to look at from our, our prior draft? The uh. pre-draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, Michael Carter and Trey Sermon are probably interesting. Like, running backs that get the good capital and then the good you know, spot opportunity seem to be interesting to see where they go. And then seeing people like Tony fall down um, is interesting as well. So maybe just kind of pairing that. Um, I'm sure Trey Lance is probably more of like a third-round pick, but he got that golden ticket to go to San Fran. So a couple of interesting spots.
0: Yeah, so uh, Trey Lance was the 302. Uh, got up to the 201. Uh, let's see here. Michael Carter was the 204. Okay, it's up to so 110. Nice mm-hmm. little jump. Um, Trey, Trey Sermon, Sermon was a 209, so he jumped yeah, almost a, a full jump. round. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big one. Um, is there anyone else that's jumping out of me? I mean, there's some people on here.
1: Tony probably fell a bit, right?
0: Tony was 207. Okay. Just a little Not bit. Much. Um, yeah. There's a couple people like uh, Jared Patterson, G- uh, Jamar Jefferson that were drafted, and I don't think were drafted here at all. Yeah, they weren't drafted at all. Brevin um, mm-hmm. Brevin uh, Jordan was at the turn. Yeah. He fell. Obviously, I mean that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Da-da-da-da-da. Amari Rogers didn't get drafted at all in our last one.
1: Nope. Yeah, yeah, he got a big jump. I mean, Green Bay, that's yeah. going to help.
0: Yep, that's a, a big jump. Um I think that is about it. Moore fell. Rondell Moore was drafted at the 111. He's down at the 2-4 in ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, about it, I guess. Yeah, it's about it. Interesting stuff. Ready to move on to the uh Superflex? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So we will... Jump on over to our superflex mock. Uh same situation, uh, but reverse. So Will's gonna be the 103. He's got the early pick. I got the later pick at the 110. Uh with sleeper, we are gonna have to plug in some quarterbacks here because they're they don't really have an ADP or a superflex mock
1: setup. You think I guess you can't choose rookie only and super flex, right?
0: They don't have a super flex option, period um gotcha. you can choose rookie only and you can choose two qb but it doesn't update the the uh the adps and then if you like force everyone to take a quarterback it's just all oh, the quarterbacks going off the board for the first mm-hmm. whatever round and a half <laughs> which obviously doesn't make any sense so yeah
1: it's probably closer to what a rookie super would be especially this year i mean i'm thinking at least five going the first round i'm sure trask is going to be you know, pretty high in second round. And you're going to have a lot of quarterback chapter this year, I imagine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll go ahead. Uh, and I was going to plug in Trevor here at the 101. Will I'm assuming you're not going to have yeah. an issue with
1: that. And then I guess Trey, I think you can make an argument for Trey Wilson or Fields. So I mentioned on
0: Twitter the other day that if you are a rebuilding team, you would want Lance. If you're a contender that doesn't need any quarterbacks, you would want Lance. But if you're a contender and you need some depth, you would go with Wilson or Fields, I would imagine. That's the way I looked at it. Does that make sense to you?
1: I think in a vacuum, I mean, you go with Lance, who seems to have the highest upside of the bunch and got the best landing spot. So, I mean, the only thing that can hurt him is, is his floor. He's got the capital, he's got the opportunity, he's got. You know a good landing spot. It's just will he play this year? And I think unless Garoppolo absolutely lights it up and looks like the guy they they signed when they signed him, I can't see him not playing at least half the year.
0: Yeah, he should be good. But like you said, he's got everything. It doesn't mean he's going to be good. Drew Locke had uh, you know Melvin Gordon and Sutton and yeah. Jim Judy and fan. Like he had the weapons, and didn't perform so. Yeah. These things happen. But we'll yeah, go ahead and it. plug in Lance at the 102. And then uh we will let you go ahead there at the 103.
1: Yeah, and this is well, it's it's tough. There. I mean, Lance probably is, you know, slightly ahead of the other two. Um I mean, going into it, I liked Fields better than Wilson. I didn't see a ton of Wilson, uh, you know, and obviously after watching some of his highlights. You know, he looks good. But you know a similar situation as you mentioned with the Jets. But then you can make the same argument about Chicago. They've tried to get their quarterback right every way. They drafted Trubisky. They traded for Foles. They signed Dalton. Oh, yeah. They're they so I mean obviously some of them are what you have available, but a lot of it is hey this this front office this um, you know coaching staff they evaluate quarterbacks and and they seem to have not been able to do it successfully for a while now this is a dumb question um, but who was our quarterback
0: before chubisky <laughs> um i don't remember
1: so after cutler uh, cutler always sticks out there yeah he Might I have don't. bounced around a quarterback a bit um they have chase daniel at a point maybe
0: i don't think he's no
1: he was in detroit i think
0: yeah he came over when they got naggy
1: that's a good question i mean who they definitely had someone that started ahead of him, I think, for like a game or two. But here's the third pick, so I think he started pretty early on, Trubisky.
0: Did? I'm going to look it up. <laughs> is yeah, I, was I,
1: it a McCown? Very could well be one of the McCowns. It could
0: have been McCown.
1: Let me see here. Find uh, their depth chart from like 2014? Yeah, so like who is the quarterback? Well, I think that draft for Trubisky was 17. Because they're all coming up on the. Oh, contracts. you're right. You're right. I'm
0: going too far back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mahomes okay. got his contract. Did Watson get his contract? I think he did, right?
0: I think so. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 He did.
1: Risky got cut. Yeah. They locked him up like right or before or the Hopkins trade, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, so
0: 2016, they had Cutler, Hoyer, Barkley. Wow.
1: Cutler um, was there in 16.
0: I know. It seems, I mean, I guess six, 2016 was a little while ago. Um Yeah. 2017 they had Trubisky and Glennon. They signed Glennon.
1: Glennon, yes. That was their big signing. Yeah. I think I actually had Glennon Oof. in Dynasty at that point and traded him in the offseason before they drafted Trubisky, you know, for like a late pick swap, but got something for him, so it worked out.
0: Fair enough. anyway, that little oh, that detour aside. Yeah.
1: We have Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, two talented quarterbacks in two, from what it seems, cursed quarterback cities in Chicago and New York. Um, I think when it comes down to it, I think the talent's pretty similar. I like feels a little bit better. The situation, you don't love either of the, you know, these evaluations of both teams, but I think I there's more maybe upside to Chicago because you don't know what, or, I'm sorry, to the Jets because you don't know what they could be But the floor is a little lower. So I'm going to go with the one that has more established players, right? David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, I think are going to help Fields a lot. And you got Allen Robinson. I mean, when in doubt, this is probably the best quarterback Allen Robinson's ever played with. And Fields hasn't played a snap in the NFL. So you got him. you got Mooney. Um, I guess they still have Anthony Miller. They They have some decent weapons on the team. I think, is Graham still there? Didn't they sign Jimmy Graham? Yeah, they had him. I think he's still there. Him and the rookie from last year. Komet. Matt, so there's a yeah. decent team around him. I think, you know, I I, you, I can make the argument for Fields or Wilson either way. Same you know, same thing at, at one or two, Lance. But we're going to go with Fields here. I don't know if you want to pause. Um, I'll and,
0: pause it there. Uh, we had Harris and Etienne go off the board. We're just going to go ahead and plug in the other quarterback. Is that fair? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then and you can kind of look at it and say, hey, that, those three picks could have went anyway. I'd imagine that you're going to have Wilson go and then first, you know, four five, six. I, I could really see the first four teams going quarterback with those four in any order, you know, outside of Triple Lawrence in any order, unless someone just is absolutely loaded with three very good quarterbacks and needs a running back or needs a receiver. Other than that, you know, I think you have to go with these quarterbacks.
0: Agreed. So the question becomes now is where does Mac Jones go?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd say anywhere between nine and twelve probably. So I don't I don't imagine. I imagine you can kind of leave him there and, and you can kind of debate taking him at ten. If not, you can put him in uh pick or two after you.
0: Yeah, I'll probably take him, assuming he'll get to me. So we got Chase at one oh seven, there's Pitts at the one oh eight, Devontae Williams at the one oh nine. Uh
1: but this is it's gotta be a tough call though. You gotta look who else is on the board there, man. You got Stevante mm-hmm. Smith and Jalen Waddle.
0: Yeah, you got two really good options, but uh, and a super flex it's really hard to pass up on a quarterback especially one that is now tied to the patriots and one that good draft
1: capital yeah on cam probably this year though yeah so imagine.
0: like he's got a good opportunity in that eventually cam's going to get out of the way but who knows when that'll be they could you know if mac jones started the season it wouldn't surprise me because cam looked broken to some degree um but if it's something halfway through the season or, you know, Cam won a full year without really getting hurt again and, you know, he's going to get a little bit healthier and play even better, then that wouldn't surprise me either. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't think I could pass up on uh, Mac Jones right now uh, in a super flex, you know, unless I'm absolutely loaded. You know, if I had, yeah, you know, four quarterbacks or something, maybe I would take my shot on Devontae Smith. But now nah, I'm going to have to go with Mac Jones here. So we'll lock him in. Devontae Smith goes at the 111. 112 was Waddle. That rounds out the round. The 201 is Bateman, and then the 202 is uh, St. Brown. So you are back on the clock at the 203.
1: All right. So puts it here, we have Rondell Moore. You um, have Kaderis Tony, Terrace Marshall. Some decent receivers still on the board. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, if I'm looking at receiver... Probably looking either Elijah Moore or Rondale Moore at this point. I mean, yeah, I can make a outside of Terrace Marshall and Tony, I couldn't make an argument for any of them. Um, it comes down to: Do you need a running back? Because if you need a running back, you you got to take them here. You're not going to get Servin of Carter on the way back. If you don't need a running back, um, then you can go receiver. But I would imagine there's going to be some decent receivers still available in the next round. So as much as I do like Elijah Moore and, you know, like the upside of Rondale Moore, I kind of want to see what it would be like for a team here to go with one of these top running backs. Now, I mean, you have the option of probably taking Trask as well, but being that, you know, this team's already taken fields, probably looking at going with a, you know, an upside player. And and I think if I'm going to go running back, i probably go Sermon. He, it's tough because, I mean, Michael Carter probably has the more inside track to getting on the field here in year one, whereas you got to imagine what Sermon has at least Mostert and Wilson ahead of him, right? Sign anybody?
0: Mostert for sure. Um, Wilson.
1: To start the year. At probably, at least, probably, yeah, right? to
0: start the year. He's always been a good touchdown guy, so it's kind of worrisome.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: did we sign somebody is a great question. I feel like we did. Uh, where did Wayne Gallman go? He went there, I think. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, it was him. I will do a quick uh I'll look it up real quick here and yeah. see if uh, I got an answer. You I guys still
1: got well, like Hasty and a few other.
0: Oh, guys. yeah. Hasty's definitely still there. Um,
1: yeah, that's it. There is no one else. So just, yeah, so I mean, guess I'm almost it. talking myself out of the trade term, and I think it comes down to two Jets players actually, and Michael Carter um, or Elijah Moore, who I, I really risen on here in the draft season. So I think I'm gonna change it up on myself here and and risk it and then go with Elijah Moore, the more long-term prospect and a guy that I think you know easily could be a top two or you know top probably three or four or five receiver in this this draft here. So. Find him because buried in the charts here. We're going to go Elijah Moore. After him goes Rondale Moore.
0: And I'll pause it. We'll go ahead and plug Trask in here at the... Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's fair. fair.
1: Right. Plug Trask in.
0: Especially considering this team didn't get a quarterback.
1: And then you got, what, Kellen Mond and Davis Mills probably in, somewhere at the end of this round, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, probably. We could plug like Mond in at the, the 209 and then maybe yeah, Mills at two twelve or something. Yeah. Yeah, so just let the third right. round kind of play out the way it wants to. Yeah. Okay, we'll change that player over there. And we said we were going to do Mond?
1: Um, you could do Mills. He probably Mills. has more opportunity to play sooner. And I think that's probably what, I'll, especially in in a super flex league, getting on the field and, and showing your worth is probably higher our, uh value right to be able to trade
0: them. Yeah, absolutely. So then after we plugged in Trask at 205, we had Gainwell, uh Fireman, Tylen Wallace, and then like we said, Mills. I am back on the clock. Uh I've been, I mean I say gifted. Yeah, <laughs> Tylen Wallace situation. is
1: interesting. I don't know if he probably goes that high, right? And maybe not even Gainwell.
0: I assume not. I mean we had the Gainwell talk before, but yeah Tyler Wallace yeah. is interesting. But this, this is
1: Gainwell being the fourth running back off the board, not the sixth running back. Yeah. So that's Sermon and Carter there.
0: Exactly. And that's why I said I've been gifted because I looked, I saw Michael Carter. I was like, oh, that's great. And I was like, oh, wait, Trey Sermon's here There's as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tony, plenty of draft yeah, capital there. So that's, a, that's yeah. a good get, too. How about we can, we can manually do this? Let's take out Gainwell. We'll put in Michael mm-hmm. Carter. We'll take out Wallace. We'll put in Trey Sermon and we'll just ruin everything that I had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Make it a little more difficult for you here. I yeah, get to flex those Marshalls. Um, you, you, you'll see if you truly do love DJ Moore, if you take a running back a quarter, or a receiver on his team.
0: I know. That's uh,
1: that's tough. Got Tooney, Marshall, Gainwell.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I'm kind of in a.
1: Reverend Jordan. Yeah, I mean, quarterback. I mean, you're really looking at just Mond, but you've already got a quarterback. Yeah, Well or Stevenson, I guess is your only options at that position. Ah, oh boy,
0: it's not a fun spot to be in. I'm kind of in that tier that I really just don't like. You know, I, again, I,
1: Tony Marshall, right? Rogers, Collins.
0: Problem is, like, I like all of them players. It's still a like situation like Wallace mm-hmm. is good. I don't like Baltimore because Baltimore had Hollywood only and couldn't support him. So how are they going to support? You know, everyone else that's there now, like the. I don't like that. Uh, Tony. Tony could be fine. Uh, that's not bad. He's not going to be the one at any point because Kenny G's there. He'll have to compete with Shepard to a degree, and we'll see what Slayton does. And then you're kind of tied to Daniel Jones and what his success is. Terrence Marshall, I don't know what to think of. Really liked him, but he's... Just I feel like he's just going to recreate the situation we had last year where some weeks it was Robbie, some weeks it was DJ Moore, some weeks it was Curtis Samuel, and I think with Curtis Samuel leaving, everyone's like, okay, cool, that's going to make things a little bit easier, and now I think it's just gotten muddied again, so I don't know if I like that, and I don't know, like, I'm pretty sure Robbie Anderson signed, like, a four-year deal. DJ Moore, they're not going to let go, so it's not like anyone's clearing up in front of him anytime soon. Don't love that either, so I think I am going to go with Canarius Tony clear path to a number two he is tied to a young quarterback we'll see what happens with that quarterback um but i like his situation better than i like the situation of the players around him and i'm gonna rely on situation because there's no you know talent that's jumping out at me so yeah i will go ahead and lock in Kadarius tony here I did not pause the draft quick enough we will take chuba off the board here and we will plug in and i believe yes if i would click the option properly okay i'm plugged in here and oh. yeah. and we will get this thing started again so uh Gainwell went off at the 211, Mond at the 212, Brevin Jordan 301, Chuba 302, and you are back on the clock.
1: So if we're looking at it here, you probably just got Ian Book in New Orleans, Sam Ellinger in Indy, and Newsom in um, in Philly as the quarterback options. Tight ends, year after those top three, McKitty in the Chargers, Hunter Long, It's maybe like a Longer term option in Miami, but yeah, I think at this point you're still looking running back or receiver, and Trubo off the board really means we're kind of into that, you know, hard backup options. You got Stevenson in New England, Mitchell as the second rookie there in San Fran, Herbert. I don't mind in Chicago. You know, I'm not. Sh- I-, I think they just gave, um, they just gave a big contract to Cohen. Did they not? Uh, I don't know if they did. I, I thought they did that. right before he got hurt.
0: Uh, yeah, you might be right.
1: I mean, not like big for a running back. So like, I think it's like three years. Yeah. But, so Fun I don't rough. know. You know how long it'll take him to step in. But there's not a ton there at running back. Just as we kind of mentioned, they go quick. But receiver, you still got some interesting options there. I mean, you still have Marshall on the board, which I think is going to be kind of a, a lock.
0: That yeah, that's in. hard to pass up now.
1: Yeah, in the third run. And granted, I mean, he probably goes a little earlier, but I mean, yeah, I could see someone taking gain all over him because you need running back. <clears throat> so it's really just Brevin Jordan and, and Hubbard Huber that are going ahead of him here that maybe he doesn't, or maybe he's not there, but... Not a bad option here in the at this point of the draft. I mean the only other people I'm looking at are probably Mari Rogers Collins. Um outside of that, I don't think there's a ton. But yeah, pretty easy pick here for Terrence Marshall. I think Curtis Samuel only has one or two years left. Not Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson. I think this is his last year with the or he signed a two-year contract, so I think he's up after this year and terrence marshall you know is a you know he's pretty explosive himself you know he, he's he can pretty much do it all i think he had a little bit of trouble at passes near line of scrimmage maybe some concentration issues but he's pretty explosive player as well so i wouldn't mind getting terrence marshall especially you know you get him as a wide receiver three this year but good chance he steps into the wide receiver two behind dj moore um and he's got the upside to be you know a number one on a team i think so Pretty solid here to have Fields, Elijah Moore, and then Terrace Marshall.
0: Yeah, solid pick there. Can't complain about that.
1: Yep. Um, so we've got a quarterback I've never heard of that apparently doesn't have a team, R. Ferguson. Probably sub him in for, I guess, Ian Book.
0: Yeah, Book or Newsom. I'm going to look him up real quick because... And and see if he does have a team, because some people were showing on to me as not having teams, although no one that's drafted is showing that. Um I'm gonna look him up real quick. Let's see if he went somewhere.
1: Riley Ferguson doesn't even have a college listed, but it does say he's six four two ten.
0: Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Okay, we'll go ahead. Uh is he
1: a is he a real player?
0: Uh yeah, I'm seeing a Riley Ferguson. I see, expect to see him near the end of a three.
1: Quarterback out of Memphis. Oh, he's played with a lot of good running backs in the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, I don't think he has signed
1: Doesn't, anywhere. Yeah, no, no UDFA with for him yet.
0: Wait, Riley Ferguson? Hold on here. Ferguson, after is this Riley Ferguson? Yeah, Riley Ferguson. Uh, after finishing his senior year, entered the twenty eighteen draft. He went All undrafted right. and signed with the Bucks. So I don't know what's happening there. We'll take him <laughs> out. Um, we had book and we had uh, I'd who say book? Who was Probably the Eagles book one? Or, um, we could do Newsom, or Newsom too.
1: Sam Ellinger as well in Indy isn't isn't bad. Book, yeah, was, Ellinger Newsom. any of them are fine.
0: Yeah, we'll just plug in book.
1: No and problem you, there. If you want, you may be able to toss another one in at some point as well. Um, I'm sure Ellinger, Sam Ellinger in, uh, in Indy could be an interesting one. He's really just got to beat out Eason to be the number two, and, and you never know with Carson. That could be a you know, a nuke waiting to happen where someone's got to step in if he gets hurt again.
0: Yeah, we could. We could. Where would you think he would go? 10... Ooh, seven or eight maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would uh that would make the most sense, right? Because he's not they haven't drafted a quarterback yet.
1: Basically given everybody a quarterback.
0: Yeah, so let's uh I'll put him in at uh 7. There you go. Uh that puts me on the clock there. I don't Did you read through the rest of the list? I don't remember if you
1: did or not. Uh no, I got you. So after that pick Ian Book after I took Marshall, Ian Book at four. Tylen Wallace at five. Dwayne Eskridge at six. Sam Ellinger at seven. Diami Brown at eight. And Sage Sherat at nine.
0: Yeah, so kind of in the same spot that I was in. In the early third of the last draft. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, some options. Uh Terry is there. Dwight Jefferson. Just kind of like skipping through, through the list. Tutu Atwell. Well, He's there, uh, went to the Rams, but we got Amari Rogers there with Green Bay, uh, like we called out before. I think Nico Collins is out here somewhere. Yeah, there he is. He's way down there. He's going to be my pick. Uh, I passed on him last time, so I will go ahead and lock him in this time, but it's pretty much the same conversation. Um, If I didn't draft Mac Jones, I'd probably look at a Jamie Newman here uh but i did so go ahead and lock in nico see how these final two picks played out there goes that ferguson guy again and uh stevenson went there at the 312 pretty good value on a running back there at the end of the third not that new england's turned out very many running backs lately but nice shot to take so any surprises here will
1: um i mean i think it's just it always still shocking because maybe we need to join a superflex league to really get an idea of it. But it is always crazy to see so many quarterbacks go and just see the the talent of the second round, right, all the way through, pretty much to your pick, right. And, and obviously, Terrence Marshall fell a bit, but it's interesting to see when you have all these quarterbacks get popped in there. How many you know really quality, quality running backs, receivers, and tight ends fall down a bit more?
0: Yeah, I would say overall uh the the adps are pretty similar to the last conversation we had um when we did the superflex before and again we had to manually plug in some people but uh we had trevor go 101 fields 102 zach wilson went 104 lance at 107 and mac at 108 althor traskin he fell to seven. um but I think that made sense, given there's a lot of question marks around like Lance and Mac, or what was going to happen there. So seeing them mm-hmm. fall makes sense, and seeing their adjustment makes sense. Mac Jones falling to the 110 probably maybe too big of a reach, but possible depending on the quarterback situation of the teams there.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, some teams maybe just see, wow, Chase is there, Pitts is there. Like, I can't, you know, even though there's a quarterback there, there's these just crazy talented players at this other position.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, normally you don't have a tight end like Pitts out there. Like, I'm sure Hawkinson was above some when he came out, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's going to push a quarterback down for sure. Cool. Well, that's going to take care of today's mock drafts. Uh, In two weeks, we're going to be going through all the moves we made in our Dynasty League throughout the year. So that'll be fun to review. I know we got a lot of trades, Will.
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. I'm trying to remember, I know we did a lot last year, so I don't know. I wonder if we did as many in the last year as we did the year prior for our last year's kind of year in review episode.
0: Yeah, Maybe. I guess we'll see, huh?
1: We will see.
0: Boy, well, until then, folks, always remember, trust your board.